0: This is MuggleCast, episode twenty-five for January twenty-ninth, two thousand and six. This week's show is sponsored in part by GoDaddy.com, your number one source for all of your internet needs. GoDaddy.com has new domain names, transfers, and renewals for as low as $1.99. Plus, check out their hosting plans, website builders, secure certificates, and much more. Plus, as a MuggleCast listener, enter the code Muggle, that's M-U-G-G-L-E, when you check out and save an additional 10% on any order. Get your piece of the internet today at GoDaddy.com. Also this week, we're very happy to introduce our first ever MuggleCast t-shirts. Be the person that, that people notice in a good way walking down the street by supporting the show. Our t-shirts come in two styles and three different clothing types. Regular t-shirts, long sleeve, and women's fitted. Just go to MuggleCast.com and click on store at the top to order. And with that, let's get on with the show. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to another episode of MuggleCast. I'm your favorite MuggleNet or MuggleNet Greg, bringing it to you this week.
0: Um uh, I'm I'm
2: I'm uh, I'm Ben Shane.
3: I once was a man named Eric Skull.
4: I'm Laura Thompson.
2: And I'm Mike Atten
4: Um.
2: Um Um like Gray? Hold Buggle on.
5: That,
4: yeah. Muggle like Gray. Yeah. I,
1: did I did I miss uh, my hey. cue here, boys. I apologize. Yeah. No, no,
5: you did fine. That just did anyone invite you this week or I uh, was this sort of... I
1: did get that postcard in the mail the other day.
5: Oh, he's oh right, he's right. Greg. He doesn't need right,
3: an invitation that's cool.
1: Manager. Is there? Okay, he, he doesn't need an invitation. Um. All right.
5: Well, if you but if dude, you want to host, hold on. Just go ahead. All oh, oh, right. The... Greg. Wait a second.
0: Mugglenet Greg sounds an awful lot like someone else. No, uh, certainly you must be mistaken. No, he sounds one like Mugglenet Greg. Greg. Only one I've, heard Greg. I've heard
5: <laughs> Mugglenet. I've heard Greg on Pottercast. I know he's <laughs> for real.
0: who is that guy from? like he called. What's his name? Kim Blair? Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. What's his other his, They have a podcast when they <laughs> I know. I it, it, it's, it's muggle? Crap, so don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. The there's too many podcast. muggles. <laughs> well, there's only one good one. Yes. <laughs>
6: <laughs> what?
0: Okay, the jig's up. Guys, the jig's up. The jig's up. Joining us, joining us this week is Pottercast John Noe. <laughs> oh,
1: my. You just spilled the beans.
0: He's now he's muggle cast pyromaniac. Uh, that's his <laughs> nickname. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know, John almost burned down his dorm last week. No, that's <laughs> that's
1: probably getting a little over-exaggerated there.
0: Oh, whatever, dude. The fire department had to come. His windows were <laughs> burst out. <of> flames were <laughs> 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 everywhere.
1: Only three kids jumped from the balcony. Well, that was just <laughs> that was not my fault. They okay, overreacted. Guys. They would have okay. jumped in. Anyway. Enough
2: chit chat. Let's go to Micah for the news. Thanks Ben. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire has now climbed to number 9 on the list of the highest grossing films of all time, one place behind Chamber of Secrets. The fourth movie has accumulated more than $286 million domestically and over $589 million overseas, bringing its international total to $874.9 million, roughly $2 behind the second Harry Potter film. Each year NBC's morning news show asks special guests to sign a coffee table book to sell for charity. The 2005 book includes signatures from Dan Radcliffe and Emma Watson and is currently up for auction on eBay. All proceeds will go to the Lupus Foundation of America. Joe Rowling attended a press conference in the Romanian government's Victoria Palace in Bucharest this past week. At the press conference in Bucharest, Joe spoke about her concerns for the mental and physical well being of children in Eastern European orphanages. She said, There is now widespread agreement among child health experts that irreparable long-term damage is caused to young children who are institutionalized without a parent. Yahoo News reported that during the charity dinner in Bucharest, the Harry Potter author raised €170,000 by auctioning off six signed Harry Potter books and purchasing a famous Brazilian footballer shirt. A number of photos from the event can be seen through various sources over on mugglenet.com. Voting for the 2006 AOL Moviefone Moviegoer Awards is now open. Nominations are in the areas of Movie of the Year for Goblet of Fire, Actor of the Year Dan Radcliffe, Actress of the Year Emma Watson, Best Scene Stealer Brendan Gleason, and Vilest Villain Rafe Fiennes. Warner Brothers has announced that the Goblet of Fire DVD will be released on March 20th in Britain. Here in the U.S., it will hit shelves on March 7th. And it was confirmed earlier this week that Katie Leung, the actress who portrays Cho Chang, will be back for Order of the Phoenix. In book news, the Polish translation of Half-Blood Prince was released to eager fans in a thousand bookstores across the country yesterday at midnight. The Daily Telegraph has an early preview of what we will be seeing at this year's Book Aid International Auction, benefiting the poorest countries in the world. J.K. Rowling is one of the authors who are participating in the donation of a special item related to their books. Her item is a handwritten version of the Black Family Tree. The auction will be held in London on February 21st. Finally, be sure to head over to jkrolling.com as the Harry Potter author has updated both her diary and news sections this past week. That's all the news for this January 29th, 2006 edition of MuggleCast. Back to the show. Thanks, Micah.
0: Now let's go to the announcements. This week we have tons of announcements, right, Andrew? Maybe two. Yeah, all three sort of, of them. Of yeah. Them. yeah. Do, you want, do you want to do one, Andrew? Do you want to do an announcement?
5: Uh, I had Eric okay. to do one. MuggleCast. Hold I'll up for a second. First of all, guys, I have a bone to pick with you. Well, not what, what, what's it's going on, Joe Vitale beating us on Podcast Alley? What is up with this? I mean, it's... <laughs> who is it's Joe, Joe, Vitale? Joe Vitale? I happen
1: to like Joe Vitale. He's this guy who commentates on sports. No, the no, that's basketball. Dick Vitale.
0: Yeah. That's Dick Vitale. No, He's like I smell upset city, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy. Isn't that that guy? Yeah, this is, no, this is that's Joe Dick
1: Oh, son of a gun. But the
5: point
0: is the point is we're too. sucking it up on Podcast Alley and we need we, your help. We haven't asked in a few weeks. PodcastAlley.com
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> And if you forget how to spell "mobilecast," <laughs> you could probably type in Podcast. It's it's, well, it's about the same thing, you know, Lots Harry Potter. Of shameless Harry Potter. Plugs. <laughs> it's all, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> shameless nothing. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey Eric, 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 did you have something
5: to say? An announcement of some sort?
3: Just uh Andrew talk. can do it if he wants to.
0: Uh,
5: as we mentioned last week, don't forget, we have our MuggleCast Remix, which is basically a look back at all the past episodes, uh, from episodes 1 to 23, I believe it is. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, Aren't you impressed? Cool,
6: man. <laughs> oh, uh, um, you should check it out. Yeah, it, you know. it,
5: <clears throat> it was headed by Eric Skull, and um, you put in on all the hours, and then we recommend everyone check it out. It's long. It's not just, you know, like, you know, your Average Everyday Remix. It's a it's a MuggleCast Remix. We don't mess around. That's right. So uh, check That's that right. out on the MuggleCast <laughs> site at MuggleCast.com. Every you t- <laughs> I screwed it up. Exclusive. Where are you, Ben? Over to me. Oh, jeez.
0: What's going on this week, Andrew? Right. Oh, yeah. At the end of each show, I always just come with some random character, right. and we end up discussing them. This week it is wrong. Ooh. So it's time to go on to our main discussion of the week. Throw the confetti everywhere. Yay, main discussion time. <laughs> Ron, Andrew, do you have do you have um what's that one site? Oh yeah, hplx.com. Oh, you mean you part have of the, the flu network,
5: which is also in affiliation with the oh, leaky I, I, I Hey, hey, okay. okay. S- stop yeah, plugging,
1: one. honestly. Well, we're not called well, that anymore. Right. We changed the name. What do you call it? Yeah, it's
3: it's It is leaky news. Oh,
1: right. Leaky-news. I thought you were yeah.
5: talking about the network got changed. Um but anyway, well, um no. <laughs> He was born March 1st, 1980. He is a pure blood with five oh. brothers and one sister. Blue eyes and uh, green hair. Oh no, red hair. Uh, and in the book, he's described as a tall, yeah, uh, thin, duh. and gangly, gangling, <laughs> gangling,
0: with gangling, with
5: freckles, what big hands her? and
0: feet, and a long right. nose. I'm sorry, but that's kind of raunch. Has uh, patronus. <laughs> is a Jack Russell Terrier. His Boggart is a spider. Boggart. And in the future, whatever it is. And in the future, he wants to pursue a career yeah. as an or.
3: I wanted to start off this week, since it's Ron, and since I'm back and I'm happy to be back and all that crap, uh, I mean, all that stuff, I wanted to start off by saying I noticed Deal the show you're going to do the lexicon stuff, uh, you said uh, Ron's birth date is the 1st of March, 1980. Uh, now... I, for one, don't agree, or or, or have never really uh, agreed with the trend of labeling dates. Put a timestamp
0: on the series. Putting a
3: timestamp on the series, right now. This whole nineteen eighty thing, and I, I realize, you know, the main reason is the five hundred years since you know Nick died, in you know fourteen ninety two, and that kind of stuff. But I, I really don't think there is substantial evidence, and I think in the in the first few books there had been people who proved that she was actually trying to. <laughs> Purposely make the series implausible. So, do you guys agree with this whole, you know, timestamp thing? Yeah, it makes it feel whole. 1970, the Marauders went to school in 1980. What do you?
0: I I don't like it. Yeah, I I personally what I think, I think that it it takes away from the timelessness of the series. That you know, that was so 99. Not not only that, whenever whenever you read it, like you you want to make it feel like it's happening right now, not that oh yeah, this is 1983,
1: this is happening. <laughs> well, I don't I don't think I don't think I Joe's too to up in that yeah, yeah, Joe has
3: never really like she hasn't come out and, and said that she hasn't
1: confirmed it. I mean, has she? Yeah. I think she's on the fence because she doesn't really give recent dates, but then she puts in stuff like, yeah, you know, Delilah got a PlayStation for Chloe. Yeah, right. You know, that's going to be irrelevant in 20 years. That's 10 years even. Well, that's PlayStation what? PlayStation 5. Yeah. does not say.
5: But um isn't there a timeline on the one of the Harry Potter DVDs? Yeah,
1: uh, and no, I matter, think so. There's going to be a one on the new one, too. But it's yeah, a question so, about... Uh,
5: what's going on there? Who approved all that? That's always been a big question, hasn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a matter I of... I think they confirmed for the third one, or the second one, that that, that uh, Joe helped them out with that thing. Okay. I think J.K. Well, is starting to give I mean, in. I mean,
5: I, I think guess she... basically what we're trying to say is that even if Joe confirms it, it's still we still see it as a little strange to date the books. That that's basically what it is yeah. being dated. Like,
3: and that's like saying uh, if you know
5: I agree with Ben it sort of like throws you off you don't it doesn't feel as, well it doesn't completely ruin it but you don't get that current feeling it's not as right. timeless right. yeah you don't feel
0: like when I'm reading the books I want to feel like it's happening right. right now that I'm with Harry you know that type of thing where when Harry's 15 for example like when the last several books have come out I was the same age as Harry yeah. And same. I don't know, just, I just want to think Aww. like it's happening right now rather than, oh yeah, this was I mean, X-Men. Oh, well, I right?
4: completely agree with that. I mean, it's the whole feeling of growing up with the series and, you know, being the same age as Harry when you read the books. I've never really thought too much about the timeline on it. I'm pretty indifferent to it because when I read the books, it's about reading the books. I don't really care, you know, what time frame it's happening in.
3: And I think with... Yeah.
0: Because since since the books are still being released... That I think that at, takes away from. Yeah, that too. I mean, I mean since that, that adds to the timelessness of it because right now, since since we don't know what's going to happen, even though theoretically in the series, maybe in the past, we still feel that it's it's still in the future. For yeah, us, and you can't you say
3: that you can't, can't say refer. that JKR didn't you know yeah. use current events to influence. So, like, to you so that your, time your timeline, runs. all this
1: stuff has actually already happened years ago.
5: Yep. Or so something. back to Ron. <laughs> <I> <laughs> that was were, yeah. That was very <laughs> impromptu. <laughs> it was on the schedule, Eric. You're killing me. I'm sorry. Well, we sorry. Prove the world wrong. We do we plan really our do. shows
1: out. We do. It's actually brilliant.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Something everyone's dying to know.
1: It's, yeah, right. It's even color-coded. Okay. Hey, hey, um. <laughs> with a little clip art. Hey, Andrew. Andrew,
3: stop Stop taking away from the show. Color-coded
1: black <laughs> and
0: white. Do you, what do you guys think? Did Ron prevent Harry from going to the dark side by becoming friends with him instead of Harry... Becoming friends with Jericho, you basically—if Harry wouldn't have not have met—if Harry, if Harry, yeah, if Harry wouldn't have met Ron on oh. the train, do you think things would be a different no. story?
1: No, nope.
4: no. Well, if you—I mean, obviously he wouldn't have Ron, <laughs> but he wouldn't have gone like, yeah, the dark side.
0: And, but does doesn't Harry find strength in his friends? And Harry
4: was, Harry? yeah, he to he a degree, but,
5: no. but oh, how do I, how do you put this? Yeah, Harry wasn't sure. Ugh. Okay, if he had become friends with Draco, he would have... He would have... Was it possible for him to get into Slytherin? Sure. Okay, so it would have been a completely different
2: ballgame.
4: Not necessarily. No, no, because it's been a theme that has been presented throughout all the books is that our choices define who we are. But you know Harry what, Laura, Laura, didn't actually, like Draco actually, wait, from the oh, moment he met him in Madame Malkin's. Harry wait, chose true, not but, to be put in Slytherin. Wait, Laura, Laura, Laura. I don't think that Harry would allow for himself to go over to the dark side.
3: Wait, if it weren't for Ron, he wouldn't actually know that all the dark wizards were in Slytherin. He might not actually be opposed to Slytherin because he wouldn't have found out beforehand, before the sorting ceremony, that Slytherin was bad. So that's that amazing. doesn't here's, mean here's that he the, would become a dark wizard, well, though. No, I mean, I, I agree completely and wholeheartedly that he'd be a good guy no matter what. But as far as being put in Slytherin, he might have actually been, because if you think about it, I, I'm just trying to bring more validity to this question, because we've already talked about how you know Harry's... Well,
1: this question is also saying about... Um, it's putting it in the context of Ron becoming friends with Harry at, at, at the beginning, but I think also we have to remember... And at least I hope this actually happened in the book and not just the movie. (laughs) I haven't read the (laughs) book in a while. Uh, Draco making fun of Ron at the beginning, and just Draco demonstrating the kind of personality he is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that initial introduction to Draco like that there. I mean, I know they met in the (laughs) you know Diagon Alley or wherever the hell they were trying on close. But I think that that's also one of the purposes for the character of Dudley is the parallel. These two people in Harry's mind, and that uh, Draco um, remi- reminded him of Dudley, and immediately uh, made it clear to Harry, "This is not somebody he wanted to be friends oh, with." Oh, and so you know what? I think, regardless of whether or not he had met Ron, he would have known that he d- he wouldn't like Draco. Yeah, and that, and that a- while he could have ended up in Slytherin, that really, yeah, I-, I don't think that would have guaranteed I'd, I'd, any other choices. I like that parallel, mu- mm-hmm. Ring.
4: Yeah, me yeah, too. I
2: completely agree with that. The way he was brought up, I think. Yeah, he he got
3: hand-me-down clothes just like Rupert did. I mean, sorry, Ron. Exactly. Um, You know, growing up with Dudley and stuff. So that was very nice, Muggle Night Greg. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Muggle Night Greg's good for one of those every once in a while. (laughs) Now I'm mute for 30 minutes (laughs) while I think of something (laughs) else. Don't go mute.
3: Don't go mute.
0: (laughs) What about Ron's Quidditch skills? He kind of guided the team in Book 5 to the Quidditch to the house cup, you know the Quidditch house cup, whatever you want to call it, the Quidditch cup. Yes. <laughs> what do you guys think? I about think it was
3: very cool kids? how um, Ron or er, was characterized as being the kind of person who, if he lets his emotions get in the way of his Quidditch playing, you know, he can't do it, and he can't do a thing, and he always lets himself get defeated by his own, you know, confidence. But if he has confidence, he can do anything. And I, I really like. I think that fit with Ron um, in in you know the rest of the world, not just Quidditch. Um. Anyone else have yeah,
4: to Yeah, he pretty much took the words <laughs> yeah. out of my mouth. So,
1: <laughs> I, mean, I think the lessons he's learning from that about confidence when he's playing Quidditch is, is probably going to help him if there's any kind of war scenario in this last book where he's going to oh, yeah. be doing and, fighting and, and stuff. Now, uh, when
5: he looked into the Mirror Vera said, was he captain of the Quidditch That's the question. On it? He was captain. I, yeah, I, yeah he, he was captain he was and he was head trophy. boy and all this he other was, stuff.
3: But all this stuff, he actually—you know—that's coming oh. true, or something, isn't it? What's coming like, true? Isn't it starting to come oh. true? Like, a lot of like well, what he saw in the sort mirror. Sort of. He
4: got on the Quidditch team and he became a he prefect. On...
3: He's he's head boy. I mean, no, he's not. He- he's a prefect.
1: And 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 didn't uh, wasn't Hermione in in the mirror too with what? her hand in his pocket? I thought. <laughs> 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 I mean, no. Oh, <laughs> Welcome, at yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Greg. That's <laughs> dirty.
1: I thought... Report. <laughs> <important. laughs>
3: oh. John doesn't know that he comes from uh, Podcast. I'm going to... Podcast.
5: Yeah, yeah really, I'm going to
0: call up iTunes, call up it Jobs, and make sure you get, he removes your little, your clean rating from your podcast. Hey,
1: you know, the day they stick us with an explicit tag is the day our rating's triple.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, you yeah. You know what, that,
6: that's true... I think he's (laughs) underrated.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What do you guys think about um, Ron always being overshadowed by Harry? Everyone's viewed him sort of as Harry's stupid little friend. He's never really made a name for himself. If you guys understand what I'm saying, do you think that'll ever be able to step out from under Harry's shadow? Because we've seen the jealousy towards Harry. Because Harry got to be a Triwizard champion, all those things.
4: I think Ron's matured beyond that, though. Yeah, I, I think
3: I think they do view him as a separate person. I mean, you know, they realize that he's Harry Potter's friend, and that's all so cool. But I think in the later years, there are more and more moments where he gains more respect. You know, separately, as far as you know, in the fifth book, all his Quidditch triumphs and Weasley is our king and stuff. Those are things that happen to him, without Harry.
4: Well, Lavender's and, a perfect example.
3: Oh yeah, of that, the fact yeah, that people you know,
4: are starting to see him as his own person.
3: I I really like that. That's yeah so i mean even though it may have seemed at first i think the older they grow together they know more and more about their fellow gryffindors and you know they know them as individual people and the thing about the the, you know what's going on with voldemort is that many things happen to each individual's family that it really separates them apart so you know when mr weasley got attacked you know everybody could see that happen to ron and even though perry had a lot to do with it i think that you know they were able to separate that with seamus and his mom and Basically, all the Gryffindors are individually characterized more and more throughout the books. Um, so people are their own individual people, just generally.
6: Yeah.
1: Well, the only real worry about looking at Ron as Harry's stupid little friend is, is what, uh, is what happened to the characterization of Ron in the movies. That's that's where you want to see Harry's little stupid little friend. Yeah. And watch watch, you know, number three.
6: Or...
5: Yeah, yeah, but but Laura's right. She's he's sort of matured out of that, and I think it shows by him becoming a, uh, a part of the Quidditch team that he's becoming. Oh as yeah, totally. and build his own reputation.
1: In the books, it, that's that's that was that's never supposed to be. I mean, that may be his poor self image of himself, but he's supposed to have a lot of positive traits in the books. Yeah. They just missed those chapters when they were writing this. Clipboard. <laughs> yeah. They dozed Lord, off. Uh, they up late and Steve Clubs was lazy. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Skipped six <laughs> chapters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. <laughs> Chris Columbus
3: <laughs> is all like at the press press conference. Yeah, we were gonna do the Death A party, but um, next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> Steve was like, "What? Yeah. When did that happen? What?" You didn't see. You didn't see <laughs> Steve Jobs <laughs> sneaking out of the other side of the limo. You know, <laughs> during that interview. How does Steve Jobs? I mean, not Steve. I'm in Steve Cloves. I'm sorry, right? no. Steve Cloves.
1: Clothes. <laughs> you have a crush on Steve Jobs. <laughs> Jobs. I, admit, I, I don't do. not even
3: know what he looks like. Actually, yeah. I haven't even seen a picture of him. Well, speak Well, guys. Well,
0: guys. Speaking of romance, what about Ron? <laughs> in book six, he sort of started to lay the Mac, the, lay the Mac down on Hermione. Do you think uh, he's, he's, he's just yeah. desperate at this? Do you think he's, he's desperate, desperate at do you this think point? He's,
3: do you think they're a match? Uh, I don't think. I don't think Ron's boyfriend material in certain ways. He is for Hermione and I think that's why I mean I, I think he fits in Hermione in 5 more years, than
4: he fit... Eric. <laughs> what? Um as no, as of right now, Ron, okay, if I were Hermione, he would drive me up a tree. He would absolutely drive me insane. I would want to strangle him and I no, think No, that book no, no, six... that, that's if you were if, Lara. If you brought that across. If no. you were
3: Hermione. No, Hermione's Hermione loves him. She's I'm so sure she were... does,
4: but she also sent a flock of birds after him. I mean,
3: <laughs> well, he's he clearly you know, ticked her off. She she has feelings for him, and I think if you were Hermione, you would have the same feelings. But if you were Laura, you'd strangle him, and you know, rightfully so. But you know, continue. I
4: would strangle Just... him regardless because he's <laughs> an idiot. Sometimes. Are you
1: a man hater, Laura?
4: No, you, no, you're you wrong. If I were a man hater, how could I do this show every week? Come on, you do hate
1: us. Scary, you you threaten us.
3: Andrew has good to point. edit out the death death threats. I helped him edit one day. I counted right. all the death threats we get. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, people...
5: Let's pause it's, right now for editing. With, with two Laura. <laughs> yeah. We're was. back. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, oh,
3: jeez. Um, no, Micah, uh, okay. Micah, what do you think about Ron <laughs> and oh, What were his... we talking Micah, about? Micah, what do you think about Ron and his...
5: Uh, my, Micah, um, dropped Micah dropped Micah out. Micah dropped out. What? I, and then he went offline. I don't... He's, uh, I guess so his let internet's me... okay. So He's modem fried, and then now he's on wireless.
1: So <laughs> that gives. So
3: let's talk about this a little bit more. Um, Ron boyfriend material. Oh uh, yeah, Mugglelike Greg. What do you think?
1: Let's think here. Mugglelike Greg thinks that Ron had to go through the trial that was Lavender before he had, can have a relationship with Hermione. Yep. I for- mm-hmm.
4: I f- yeah, I agree.
1: forget Where where I discussed this with and who it was, but I think. Um. After Ron's bouts of jealousy with um, Hermione and Crumb, he, he I guess he probably had to figure out what exactly it was that he wanted. You know what that's. If he wanted a a girlfriend, what why did he want a girlfriend? Did he want it just so he could you know have somebody to make out with in the common room in front of everybody, or <laughs> mm-hmm. of course. for all the other good the other, the other good social things. acceptance you
3: know that happened to everybody.
1: You know.
0: Dude, hey, hold on a sec. There are other
3: things.
1: <laughs> well, one day Ben, you'll meet that right <laughs> lucky girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, who you have a connection ben, with? Yeah, this is
5: Kona. <laughs> what? No, but I think I think I think lavender was sort of like a test uh, monkey, monkey for no, her. She, no, she <laughs> was prepping the oven, man. Prepping. The it's oven. really well, sad to say that fun. she was. Ron, I mean, I was just terrible to say. I mean, it just
0: breaks my heart to say it. It's really sad. No, it's shut
3: up, Ben. You've said negative.
0: Yeah, right. I think they, <laughs> um Ron. Yeah, no, no, Andrew, God, please. Eric.
5: God, Eric. No? no, Andrew, no, really? No? Okay, fine. Okay, I, Andrew, No, if you insist, go. okay. Alright, um, Andrew, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think Lavender is ju- was just basically a test dummy for uh, Ron. His first <laughs> relationship couldn't have been with Hermione. I don't
1: think it just wouldn't well, have worked. she would have it's, to. It keep certainly wouldn't so have been. Well, yeah. It certainly would have been the same Flows. kind of. You know. Make Natural. out with you in front of you know your little sister kind of junk, like like with like with Lavender you would have not have never had that with with Hermione I think by the time he was done with Lavender he figured out no. that that's not really yeah kind of uh, the kind of girl I no, yeah because Greg, Hermione I, I,
4: expects more out of him she expects him to be more mature and she expects a more mature relationship out of him no one can go into that when they're mm. sixteen
5: yeah and them. also if you think about it they've been friends for such a long time I think it would be awkward at this point. Well, in, in a previous relationship?
3: point, I mean, I think it really brought out... See, the thing with relationships, I think, in the books is that um, all of them, in fact, now that you're mentioning this, all of them really taught the characters... Like, everybody, each one of the trio had a, a somewhat bad or different, you know, first relationship that didn't last. Like, you know, Ron's with Lavender taught him that he should... You know, that snogging wasn't everything. Hermione's with Crumbs taught him that, you know, maybe she doesn't look for... Maybe she doesn't need to look for a star Quidditch player and, you know, maybe she doesn't need to look for the sports guy who really isn't, you know, particularly equacious or whatever the the term was, you know. So each one of their first well, relationships kind of, you know, taught them something about their future relationships and stuff.
1: I don't think, I think that's absolutely not the reason why she started being interested in Crumb. <laughs> I, I mean, I the Crum relationship I think, was just because here's a strange new guy coming. Here's this strange guy that that's you know paying attention to Hermione, and she's like, "What's this all about? Some dude's paying attention to me, and yeah, he's, he's an the older guy. Girl, he's the
0: first guy, yeah. actually, yeah. the first guy to actually to do
1: with, give her the time of day. So nothing to do with him being a sports star or anything. She's not impressed by that. Well, no, stuff. I thought that was her. So in other words, Eric, Eric.
4: Well, get off she myself. made it pretty clear in the book. You know, basically, Crumb noticed that she was a girl. Yeah. You know, oh. and Ron yeah. didn't.
1: Crumb knew what was there. Did you see his face in that movie? She comes down the stairs, and you <laughs> see that little wink, a <laughs> little nod of the head? Well, I just it's thought like, that was part yeah, boy. of boy. You know, I thought book oh, four yeah. was
6: all
3: about... I thought Hermione actually being more of a girl than she was before, too, you know, with Grom and things. I don't know. You're right. How, what do you guys think Ron is going to do in
0: Harry Potter 7? What's his role going to be?
1: He's going to die. You really yeah. think so? Oh, or are you sweet? just be... No, he's funny. Actually, I you know, yes and no. I if it were a different kind of stories he probably would die i don't think she's going to you know but why off. do people have to die why
3: did, you know why might? does jkr have oh, to kill really these possible. people you know, I'm, I'm really tired yeah. of this you know Make every an interesting plot no it's not an interesting plot
2: it's a sucking plot every dumbledore not dead anyway we all know that so. uh, <laughs> uh,
5: no <laughs> okay <laughs> get,
2: stop see, mike mike tan
5: get off the track. don't say mike a tan that's my name for him uh
1: mike tan yeah. No, but are you tan, Michael? All these, <laughs> no. all
3: these hero stories are like everybody has <laughs> yeah, to die for. Everybody has to die for like the hero to appreciate life. Why can't the hero just, you know? Why do they have to die to prove anything? What does that prove besides that drama happens in real life? You know, it's the fantasy story. I don't think she has. I actually, to, heard Joe wrote it in there to make you mad. I, I wrote she it did. in
6: there so oh, kids who watch that right? skull. <laughs> yeah.
3: You know, I, I I understand life has to be unfair, and you know she should represent that if she's doing a book about anything. But at the same time, everybody's like, who's going to die in the next book? And there's going to be more deaths. But w- what's the point? Why do they really have to die? Honestly, couldn't you know
5: to make us cry?
0: Well, I
3: don't like it because a it makes the book no. interesting.
4: I think it makes I think it's because it would be yeah. boring if people. But didn't does everybody die? have to die? Does Ron, Ron have
3: to die? Does Harry have to die? You know, everybody's like.
4: No, not we everyone. Never said everyone. Die. Harry
1: absolutely won't die. There's, there's no. not a chance in hell Harry will die. That's that's. Well, but I can't believe anybody is even entertaining the idea. JKR
3: is all like, you know, more lives will have to be taken, and I'm thinking.
1: Well, it's because it's they're having a, an all-out war. I'm
3: aware of that, and that's fine. But I mean, as far as and main characters, happens. it's like, why but, does she feel so compelled to keep killing people? Why is she so compelled to, you know, keep the death count up? You know, I mean, I realize it has to happen in war. But the
0: point is that she has to do it to keep the books interesting. It's part of the series. Death is part of real life. The series are like she's trying to make it like real life, as analogous as possible. So it's just too bad. People then why don't we die. have a why don't we have Sorry. a drug addict in the books? Harry's life's rough.
4: Wait, Ben, Ben. I thought in real life people didn't run around with <laughs> wands Thank with you, Laura. <laughs>
1: I well, wish. That's
0: true, but I'm Laura, telling you, no, no, no I, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, you stole, you stole it from me last week. Last week I said that, but um, what I'm saying is, Laura that is my homegirl. No, really, I'm saying that the setting that she's trying to create, like the the concept of family and the concept of, love yeah, but not concept
3: everybody's concept family has to die for them to be hate. heroes. Not everybody's family has to get blown to smithereens for
0: them. Okay, to well, be. We're not, all gonna die. Not anyways. everyone's
4: family is dying.
0: Eric, we're all gonna die anyways, yeah. dude. Ben's oh, going to die alone. Why, why did whoever... I am. <laughs> I'm going to die alone with, with my MuggleCast headset and my freaking yellow card. <laughs> yellow card, lights and sounds in stores now. Go buy it. Okay, but, yeah. more on yeah. topics. It's awesome, guys. What do we got? Okay, now shifting, shifting
1: roles. I'm really confused, move. and Wait. I was trying to pay attention. Micah was saying something. <laughs> Me too. I'm so confused. Eric, you confused us all
0: again. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, shifting gears to the movies. What do you think about
3: Rupert Grint as Ron?
0: I can't think. Your hands all sweaty. <laughs> I
3: think in the case of Rupert, um, it's just I've heard he was a very nervous person to meet on the red carpet. He's very, you know, un unsure, like almost unsure of his answer. Like he'll answer questions and things, but he doesn't really handle it particularly well. And I'm thinking. You know, I can kind of relate to that Because, I mean, Rupert was You know, he had no acting experience And, you know, he, he auditioned for the role Of Ron through, you know, Liza And Newsround and stuff like that And he got the role So he's like the To to me, he's the he's the fan Who, who got to be part of the series And, you know, he's really just A human person And yeah, I think he has a right to be You know, have these, you know Little tendencies You know, be a little f- afraid Or a little nervous and anxious And I just think that shows through More with him than it does anybody else I think it's just nerves As far as I think it'd be, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Little, little of a little less
1: of a... And you can't blame him You
3: really can, either. I mean, that, and and I think he does well in interviews and stuff, just not, you know, on the red carpet events,
5: he might be a little bit more, uh, less, a lot of... Little, yeah. Timid. Did, did he talk at all on the red carpet? I know he was, like, the first one to show up, but... Which shows that he likes it. You
3: know, he just doesn't really know. there. I mean, he still goes. You know?
5: No, it was a long line of, uh, uh press... It, you couldn't see everyone and where they stopped, but I don't, I don't know, John. Did you see him stop at all?
1: Um, I mean, I I don't I don't even think we even got to interview him, did no. we? No, well, that's my point. I I don't know. I mean, we, we didn't know.
5: get to uh, interview Emma either, but
1: she stopped. We saw her stop. I don't know. It. it I mean. It, it's obviously exhausting, and they just done the premiere of the week before. I, I don't know. I can't pretend to get into their heads about how they actually feel. Yeah. But, I mean, you look at you look at Dan, and it's almost like you're thinking, wow, this kid is, you know, putting on a show for us, even when he's not acting in his movies. Yeah. How, how can somebody be that outgoing yeah. and that always excited into it? But I talked to Melissa, who's met him, obviously a lot more than I have, mm-hmm. and she swears that that's just cu- the kind of kid he is. I think some people just have that naturally, and some people have to either work for it or just it's just a lot more difficult for them, and that's probably why Rupert stands out because it's such a contrast between, between him, him and, and Radcliffe. And Emma, too, right. although Emma's more yeah. in between Dan and Rupert. But this is not
5: Redcast. This is Mugglecast. Yeah, yeah, right. No, so. um... Yeah, one
3: final <laughs> thing about... You know, just talking about <laughs> Dan Radcliffe and the things he does, you know, because he's that kind of person in contrast to Rupert. Did you guys see what he did for uh, YouTube? YouTube a few... You, he was like, um... No. It's, it's something YouTube. cool.
5: dot YouTube.com you're talking about?
3: YouTube.com. YouTube. <laughs> I'm actually plugging another site, yes. Um, if you... Yeah, it's, yeah. what about it's it? It's Dan Radcliffe on a show called This Way Up, I think it is. And he... It turns out he's like... They joke about his, it's this show, and they joke about it's a skit. And he actually has like a side job as a police officer who loves the attention. And so he writes, it's, yeah, it's great I've stuff. Seen that. So just, please, I just wanted to mention that. It's like the funniest thing I've seen him do. Um, oh. But I'm sorry. You know, this is like the fifth time I've taken the show off topic. Please, by all means, back to Ron.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, we have, we we're we quite a ways in now. So I think it's time we moved on. Hey... Yeah, we definitely did. It was 40... We're, did we cover him? We're at all? 40 minutes in. It's time... Well, we're answering... Yeah. We're no, answering... I thought
1: we had a few more mails for mails the, the boat run. Well, well, we had a little bit uh, more about uh, growing up as a Hey,
0: John. John. Are we running long? No, no. I, no, let's... Well, we need to move on. Right. We're 40 <laughs> minutes in. Well, hold on. John. John, do you think we should do the voicemails now? Yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Shut so. up.
0: Yeah. Are you... Are you <laughs> yeah. hold, no, hold on, Andrew. Andrew, hold on. John, are you sure? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. okay. you
0: know, that settles it.
1: yeah, Well, that settles it. We're doing the voicemails. <gasps> well, get, never okay, let the voicemails.
0: We're steckless this
1: stackless. week. Stackless this week again. Actually, how uh, about we read the voicemails backwards in his honor? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> backwards, he <paddle. laughs>
3: Actually, I have, I have something to report. Kevin Steck is apparently knee-deep in differential equation and digital logic
1: homework right now. Uh, uh, in, like, in other words, don't words don't he's a
5: dork. Out. First voicemail. <laughs>
1: In other words, he's smarter than all of us, (laughs) and he's paying
3: for it with his time. Okay, yeah.
0: (laughs) Roll, roll the first voicemail.
1: Hi, this is Amy from uh, Los Angeles, and I really do enjoy your podcast. Since Ron is the topic
3: this week, I wanted to ask you guys about um, basically his skills.
1: It was pointed out over and over again that Ron is really good at chess and those magical abilities may not be as brilliant of it as others, do you think that Ron's strategy, talent for strategy will play an important part in the seventh book and the final confrontation with Lord Voldemort? That's it. Thanks. Yes, Bye.
5: absolutely. Because, be, Why? okay, well obviously he's going to be helping Harry, and that's, that's all there is to it. If Ron deals with Harry, he, he'll, he, well, okay, we haven't seen much from him since Sorcerer's then with, Strategy like we saw all yeah. the the whole chess game. But that could be a good point that it does foreshadow what Micah is about to explain.
2: Micah, Dan. yeah. That's a good follow up question. Do you guys think that what happened in Sorcerer's Stone foreshadows Ron's fate in the totally final?
1: Totally just thinking that, Micah. That blows my mind that you just said. What that. about him getting. It blows we're my on mind. The him, g- him sacrificing wavelength. himself. No, we're totally in tune. I think so, uh, there's a. I yeah, think it's entirely possible. There's a possible. theory. I forget where it's published, about the whole chess game theory. How pretty much every move in that chess game is supposed to mirror something that's going to happen. Oh in the brother! <laughs> battle, yeah. Clever, sure. but brother. I don't know. I actually, I actually am a firm believer that she <laughs> uses chess games as a foreshadowing device on more than one occasion, including in order Order of the Phoenix. When they're in the Order and they're playing a chess game and Ron is yelling at the chess pieces, he says something like, you know, take him, he's a pawn, just you know, kill him or something. And right at that moment, the next words printed on that page is Snape coming into the room. Randomly to talk Literally. about something. Um, that's, I think that's a major foreshadow that Snape's getting the axe in the last book. And well, he's going to do it in a sacrificial way. As long way. as he
3: was a pawn for Dumbledore and not Voldemort. Um... But no, I I think that's a good question. What Micah brought up too, um, will he sacrifice himself? I think it's possible. But the thing is, um, is he in a position to sacrifice himself? I mean, is he? I I think if anybody sacrifices himself to save Harry and his cause, I think it'll be Neville. You know, that's just. I mean, I think Neville holds mm-hmm. holds more importance as the one who was almost the chosen one. And that if anybody really sacrificed himself and was able to be, you know, important enough to stop Voldemort or whatever. They have to do uh, to let Harry through, I think Neville would have to sacrifice himself before anything Ron did
4: yeah, but I could see I, I can. could see Ron oh, taking no the I bullet mean for as Harry. a friend
3: yeah. I think it's in his character I don 't know about the series if that'll do anything though if that'll allow you know what what exactly Ron will be able to do that would stop Voldemort from doing something to Harry
1: I mean I, it would be more of a simple action than yeah. a complicated Action that wouldn't like, would involve magical <laughs> complexities. It would just be jumping in front of a spell, yeah. or it could be something like he captures Ron or somebody, and he's like, "Tell me where Harry is." He's like, "No, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you where Harry is." Like that, I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> and he's like, "Fine, kill me," and then he dies. And then next chapter. Yeah, that's that's
3: that's overpublished in in sci-fi <laughs> and <laughs> hero stories too. But it's true. You know, his strategy has been missing in the past books. It re- really has, like you know, he's this big strategy guy, and you know all this stuff. Harry basically plans his his own wars and attacks, and that's because you know he doesn't let people in. But now that, seeing as he might let people in, do you think Ron will be able to help strategy wise?
4: I don't think Joe would have given I him like the that. talent if it weren't going to have you know some sort of. You, well, it place got them the you know fifty points for Gryffindor. Do you
1: think Grifendor. it'll help him with the hunt for the Horcrux? Hunt for the hor- Let's yeah, just not. No, 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 Ben, help Ben, don't feed him. Figure don't don't feed. They no, Ben, just don't. <laughs> no,
0: hold on, John. <laughs> the, the, you, we just figure out the title for the book seven. The
1: hunt for the and You know, Heri- I'm yeah, gonna go Harry and buy Potter that and domain whor- right now. I'm gonna go to go daddy I'm gonna <laughs> oh buy for the horse and I'm not gonna <laughs> put it. I'm gonna the magical code GGLE, <laughs> and save an additional off any order. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. type it and type it in wrong on purpose.
5: Oh my god! Use the code that... Ron and save five dollars <laughs> off any additional <laughs> order, guys. Use guys, the we have a lot of codes. I'm not even joking. Yes, guys, we have really. Yes,
0: guys, we have a lot of voicemails to get to though. So I hope that was a sufficient enough an answer. But it's time to move on to the next one
4: hi Mugglecasters. this is jill calling from the university of arizona in tucson and i have a question about ron my favorite character in general you guys seem to give ron and the weasley family a hard time especially last week when you said that the weasley family wasn't very good at magic i see the weasley family as have proven themselves time and time again through the series especially as members of the order what would each of you like to see from them specifically ron in the final book Thanks, I really love your show. Talk to you later.
5: When I said last... You dug yourself a hole. I, no, I didn't. Hole. Oh, I still yeah. stand... Shut up. I still stand... Watch him dig I himself out. The Weasley's not being good at magic, but clever magic, so to speak. Yes, Mrs. Weasley is great at it. Just like all the little things around their house. You, what do you mean? You won't see that around the Wizarding World anywhere else. Um, I'm not saying Mrs. Weasley event- invented it, but she's clever in that she can come up with, you know, little things. Like, you know, the clock is priceless. Everyone loves the clock. Well the I I, I don't know,
1: I just you yeah. know.
4: I don't think the Weasleys are entirely bad at magic. It's said it's in Chamber of secrets magic. that their house was not defensive magic, held stable no. by it. If they were yeah, bad like, at it, their house would have collapsed. Well, exactly. Mr. Weasley,
5: you know. I don't know how many times I need to say this. Well, we have not see stuff when, you know.
4: What kind of No, no, no. I'm saying No, what I'm Okay, what I'm saying again is that Ginny got them out of Umbridge. Uh, the whole situation with Umbridge in Order of the Phoenix. I don't think they can be entirely bad at defensive magic if Ginny was able to get them out of that kind of situation where they were clearly the underdogs. Well, see,
0: what the, what the fans yeah. have to realize about Andrew is he makes statements without any <laughs> any substance to make the statement. With, I mean, he says No, it no, without, no, no. no. He no, just c- goes without any uh, regard no, to consequences. Okay, Andrew's in this about. little
3: hole, and, you know, he's got this eye shovel, and, you know, he's trying to dig himself. What I want to say is... um. That I think the Weasleys are just the kind of people. Now we've seen, as Laura pointed out, and with Fred and George, you know, too, they 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 could hold their own in in a battle and could you know defend themselves against whether you know be umbrage or or you know even any kind of defense. But I think the Weasleys are just what it is is that they're just generally the type of people who don't use defensive magic or feel threatened by it. Um, you know, they're they're well mannered people. And, you know, Arthur Weasley went and, you know, punched Lucius Malfoy before he, you know, wanted to use any magic against him. And I think just what we're seeing in book six with the whole Molly Wobbles, you know, you need to know the password to enter the Weasley house is how they're really stooping to accept the hard times that lie ahead. And, you know, they're they're well-natured people who generally would use their magic and use their cleverness for things like the clock instead of things like defense, like you didn't have to, you know, when the flying car went to the Weasley's house, it didn't have to be, like, buzzed in, and, you know, you didn't have to, you know, fingerprint scan or anything like that. I mean, that's not the kind of people they are. So I just think it's just that, it's not that they can't hold their own, they just uh, have preferred not to accept the potential danger until they absolutely had to.
1: Well, thank you. Who do you think would win in a fight? Lucius Malfoy or Arthur Weasley? Who did... we, yeah. we did that last oh, week. Oh, what did you decide? Yep. We decided. We decided that.
0: To... The, 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 actually, that, thats when. Isn't Andrew? Isn't that when you made the comment about the Weasleys sucking?
5: <laughs> no, no, I said Arthur. Yeah. Arthur doesn't do. Yes, anything. he does. He
3: does the flying car
5: my God. Oh, big deal. Flying I car. I imagine he's pretty defensive, good. Defensive. Defensive. We haven't seen anything defensive. Yeah, the flying at car like, saved them I from Aragog. That's oh, not right. defensive. That's clever magic. From Aragog. Right. Clever magic from Aragog. It
0: saved here's, them from here's what it is, Andrew. Okay, just because,
6: well, just you know because we haven't oh seen God. God. it... Doesn't mean it doesn't well, you know what? Andrew.
3: Well, we can't assume it.
0: it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I shovel. Well, you can't say they're bad at magic. You can't assume they're bad either, so you're... You're contradicting yourself, Andrew. I'm not saying it? they're bad. I'm, I'm not saying they're the bad. Word is, I the word of the day, day is eye shovel.
5: Dude, there you go, flip flopping again. Not, I'm At all flipping, fuck. <laughs> you know what? This is outrageous. I'm. I, you know, no, no. Okay, no. Andrew, I'm, I have a question I'm, just, for I'm, you. I'll, I'll be I'm back in a few minutes. No, 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 shut up.
4: No, no, shut up. Oh my god. Okay. Well, dude. Here's what I was going to ask Andrew before he got up and left. Okay, I was going to ask, do you think it's necessarily I don't know, essential that the Weasleys use defensive magic? I mean, clever magic could get them out of a tight spot. You don't always need to use defensive well, there's, magic. There's clever forms of
1: think. of defensive and offensive magic, especially if you, if your offensive magic mm-hmm. is not going to be unforgivable magic. But here's here's what I think what it boils down to. Any member of the Order of the Phoenix any member of the first order of the Phoenix implies that they were in battles before in the first reign of, or not reign, or the first, you know, times of Voldemort. The fact that they're still alive means they were obviously up to snuff enough, snuff <laughs> enough, to, up to, up to snuff battle enough. <laughs> with Death Eaters and to not get themselves. You know, killed. I like that.
4: Although the Weasleys weren't, oh, weren't? in the order of the first, yeah, they the were, first they? time, though.
1: Weren't they in the oh, picture? I think they were getting.
4: No, they weren't. No. No, in the in Order of the Phoenix, Dumbledore said something like, "You weren't in the Order last time, Molly." I think it was
1: Hagrid. Or it was someone else. Or was
3: Hagrid in it before?
1: Foiled again. But then, then answer me this: If they weren't in the first Order, which I'll concede that they're not, because I I just I'm stupid about the books, I guess. Then, how did they get involved (laughs) with all these people like Lupin, and? and Mad-Eye and Dumbledore. to school together, maybe? But no, and, uh, they weren't the same year. They weren't marauders. No, they... they weren't... It doesn't, doesn't matter, John. They were, like, five John. or six years the, apart. The thing is...
0: He's worked, at, he's worked at the Ministry
1: of Magic. But, but why are they involved they're with each other Dumbledore. other than the fact that it's a storytelling thing, that Harry's friends okay. are people that relate to other people in well, his life.
3: Well, I, I think it's that they're all friends of Dumbledore. I think Dumbledore was a central, central character, and he knew... You know, he was in contact with Sirius Black after Prisoner of Azkaban, and he was always in contact with Hagrid, he let him stay on, and he was, you know, always helping Remus out throughout his life. And so, I think it's just a matter of Dumbledore, when he needed people, he was able to pull them together because they were all friends with him, and I think it was really him who they all shared a friendship with, And, and you know, when they first met each other, I don't know when it was, but they can all relate through Dumbledore, and so... Even by nature, if Dame, if Dumbledore likes them, they're the kind of people who would get along well together. and.
2: Or how about Harry, yeah. even? I mean, they're the main protectors of him now, so yeah, it makes it's it... possible they were brought into the Order for protection themselves. Which
1: is true. I mean, it makes sense now that, that Harry's involved, but I guess it's where they... um, Did they associate with each other before Harry came it's along? It's really
3: a question like... Yeah, that too, and also, would they even... Like Harry and Ron would have had to meet if his family was in the order, you know if Ron's family was I don't really see how Ron and Harry couldn't be friends if if they or couldn't at least you know mm-hmm. be I- incredibly aware of each other with how yeah. intertwined their families are i mean that's that's a valid point,
4: yeah, well, I think I said this in an earlier episode as well that I think part of the reason that the Weasleys became members of the order was that Molly's Gideon brothers were killed in the first war
3: by Death Eaters. Yep. Wow, that was that was it's my JKR moment right there. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Trivia.
4: Hey guys, this
3: is Calissa from mugglenet.com and Texas. Okay, so I've been thinking of a way to force you all to let me on the show for a while now and then I thought of something I've always wondered about. Everyone always asks um, what your patronus would be or what your blogger would be but no one ever asks about M.R. Tintia. is as you probably know the most powerful love potion that's mentioned in Half a print, and it's said to smell different to each person depending on what they like. So, what would it smell like to all of you? That's my question. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
4: No, that's fun. <laughs> it, it, how would I, I don't know, know you... what it would smell Is like? Is this a voicemail no. question? <laughs> I don't walk. I don't walk up to people I like and sniff. Yeah,
3: Callista sent in a voice. You don't understand. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: It's supposed to smell like your favorite things. Yeah. Like to hear it, it smelled like you know Quidditch and. Grass and crap. No, no, it smells like
3: money,
1: <laughs> man. Yeah, Harry's gonna smell you know like. It would g- like smell room, like grass and. like
5: my listener challenge this week because I'm in love with this week's listener <laughs> challenge.
3: <laughs> so I guess that means we have to play the voicemail because you want
0: to well, have we'll that. We'll isn't? get
5: that later. Aren't you? But thanks, that's Closer.
0: No, I'll, I already played it, dude. You missed it. Yeah, thanks, Calissa. You well, yeah, Calissa
3: totally pulled an Izzy there. Like doing club
1: wrap up. Hey, Mogulcast, my name's Allison. I'm 14, and I'm from Laporte, Indiana. That's near Chicago. And I have a question, well, a comment-slash-question about Ron Weasley. Um, I read in a book, and I think you guys mentioned something about it, that J.K. Rowling was greatly inspired by Hamlet, and especially the idea of somebody dying for who they love. And so do you think Ron will die in the next book to save Himani? Um, I think you guys mentioned it. I know I read that about it in Muggles and Magic. And I was wondering what you think. Thanks. And as a big Bema shipper, bye.
0: Hey, Allison. Do you know Emerson? He lives right down the road. I know his address. If you send me an email, I'll, show you. I'll send you an email back with his address. But it, oftentimes he goes to the YMCA. You know where the Y is? And he also can be seen at Little Caesars Pizza. I've been there before. I've been in that Little Caesars. I bought breadsticks there, but that's besides um, the Okay, they, they were they were very good breadsticks. <laughs> so
3: Little Caesars is not. Even good though a I, of I take the show off topic, I think guess. breadsticks is just, you know that that's the line. I'll <laughs> oh, be quiet,
0: Eric. Be quiet. Do you guys that's think? Be the, on okay, who's going scene? to die for someone they love? That's the question. I I do well. well that's will why everybody's dying. dying to save her from my That is why everybody's, everybody's dying, dying for that's ones true. they love. Yeah. But I think I think they mean I think it's one of those cases like you take a you know, you step in the way sort of like a secret service agent would step in the way of a bullet to save the president. You know? Well sort of like uh, the Munganet
5: poll. Uh yeah. you take a bullet for JKR in order to save the books. Oh, I got a lot of, of captions for seven. that. That was would really you? great. I you wouldn't,
0: wouldn't? <laughs> No. <laughs> Cause you wouldn't get the end, it,
3: what
6: the the it end is already. Down? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Either, Either way. <laughs> the, way you...
3: the end is already written, so I don't know. That's that's a big factor. If it weren't already,
1: um, would it be published? Yeah. Yeah. I was no. just. I don't no, know if we no. want to talk
4: no. about that. Do we? Do we? Let's, <laughs> let's. Yeah, I think. Let's stick to Ron. No. Let's stick to Ron. Stick to That's dangerous territory.
1: Yeah, topic. I heard Scholastic gives her <laughs> incredible health insurance, so she is going to be all set. <laughs> She's an. Or she couldn't afford it otherwise.
5: She probably. A, Do you she think she was would was get frozen closed? waiting for her? Would you? <laughs> okay,
0: hey guys. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, we're uh, that we're all talking so about Ron. Will Will Ron die in the next book to save
3: Hermione? He. he, he would, the
0: trio's not know, dying. I'm period.
1: Not... period. Hmm. Actually, I, I think I think we'll lose. John, are you really?
3: Are you really against Harry dying?
1: I just know it's not going to happen. I, I'm really? just a realist I mean, here, you guys. That's all.
5: I mean, I, I don't, don't think Harry's like, going to die Well Obviously,
1: either. Harry's not going to die. It's. <laughs> so then you could have Emma. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Harry... This is what's going to happen. If Harry or any other trio dies, Joe's going to get served with so many lawsuits from so many organizations all About around the world friends. At paying, paying all of their kids antidepressant yeah. medicines because they're all going to be so <laughs> devastated... She's gonna lose her entire fortune to lawsuits. Yeah, think like all the merchandise. Like you have these. Yeah, who's gonna want to buy stuff? Yeah, well, they, all, they, all these order. dolls. I'm like no, yeah. oh, he's you dead. Buy cool. your Harry Potter action figure. Comes in a black suit <laughs> for mourning. <laughs> the
3: Ron. No, the Lego. The Lego Ron's funeral
1: suit. Yes. Her- Hermione comes in a very flattering uh, black veil. <laughs> 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 oh come on! That's no, a terrible. It is terrible. That. No, but it'd be true.
5: Who would yeah, want, and it's who one, would one thing. It, I know it's, it's nobody would. It's one thing when
3: you're reading about it's not when, you're reading, when you're reading serious, yeah. you know, and you think, oh, you know, he'll be dead in a few books. That's sad. And when you read about Dumbledore, yeah, that's sad. But Dumbledore is so entertaining that you can still read him and not be too upset. And you know, you still hope he died with good intentions. But if Ron dies, mm. I think the majority of the people are really going to be a little bit more upset because he shows up so much more in the books. You know, as as far as you know, the trio goes that
6: well, yeah.
3: it's just like killing your best friends. And what John said about the antidepressant
1: medicine, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I would sue her. I mean, people are already going to be depressed well, for the end out of the, of the, the book trio. period. People are well, always going to people are going to go through the postpartum depression. But there's also a big yeah. difference. I
4: think if anyone does die in the trio, yeah. it'll be well, wrong. I
1: like that. I I agree with you. If anyone dies in the trio, it could be wrong. But I, I think that that there's a very big distinction between the death of somebody who's more or less your elder than one of your contemporaries. And and Cedric oh, dying yeah, of course was probably arguably one of the most traumatic deaths he's had to go through because it was someone closer to his age. And he wasn't even really good friends with the kid. He was kind of a prick. And he was and it happened like two feet away yeah. from Yeah. <laughs> but I mean if it was one of his best friends I think would be it's devastated. like how could you even celebrate vanquishing voldemort
3: mm. maybe you couldn't maybe yeah. that's yeah, that's true because he
0: wouldn't have any especially if, if everyone gets wiped out except him he wouldn't have anyone to celebrate it with so. i mean
1: granted he'll have
4: uh... i'm not sure harry's no, I gonna don't think celebrate, he'll celebrate it, anyways i mean it's not like he's gonna kill voldemort well, yeah, and yeah the they're, they're not gonna him. go
1: drink <laughs> fire whiskey in the common room yeah, or
0: anything. No, yeah no dude he's gonna uh, there'll be a cake no just to say K-er. i mean that's One of the be things about Harry <laughs> is,
3: you know, about him dying and stuff. I think it's possible, but at the same time, he is the boy who lived. And we might have brought that up before, but he's the boy who lived only to get killed, you know, 17, 18 years later by the same guy. You know, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, he's, he is, is the boy lived who lived, lived so if he only lived to die, that mm-hmm. would be pointless and it would say something about evil. But, yeah.
1: That's that's Donnie Duny <laughs> Yeah.
0: Everyone, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. The Dueling Club. This week, I don't know who we have. Well, who cares? Soon Someone to cares be
1: featured on Pottercast with a different name.
0: Pottercast.
1: Pottercast, would they, for all of our they would never segments. steal
3: our segments.
1: <laughs> so they steal about 20 segments of ours. I know. Well, you guys are more than welcome to borrow our extendable ears <laughs> segments if you knew anybody famous enough. To uh, talk we do. We just. Oh. We just don't need them.
5: We are the talent. Oh, I forgot. We are John. the talent. We don't. Need we the are the famous Dude. people. Yeah,
1: we are the famous people. <laughs> you just. You just John, interviewed John. somebody who was almost Luna Lovegood. I remember. <laughs> well, that's close. Hey, John. John. I didn't listen to it yet, John, I'm, I'm sure. I, I
0: remember, I, John, I remember all the work you did to establish. <laughs> are you kidding me? It was all you, wasn't it? They actually it? It call, me, theater, they they call me first, and then they, I get going <laughs> yeah. to Melissa.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: No, but but, but bottom line
2: is we, don't,
5: we <laughs> are the talent. We are the stars. I haven't... Uh, yeah. We don't need acts coming on. I haven't had, had this much fun guy, recording,
1: like... a sh- recording anything. <laughs> I can't even remember. I haven't had this much fun, period, since like breakfast. <laughs> since <laughs> like, breakfast. Why would happen to breakfast? Yeah. Did you have Cap Crunch? <laughs> I had this I, I found this really cool baseball card <laughs> at the bottom. And it was and it was holographic. <laughs> okay, Mike and
2: Tan, who who's doing? I get. let's do uh Trelawney versus Luna. A battle of whack jobs.
0: Have we already done that? <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, we we did no. it another time, but we cut it out, didn't we? And we moved it to this one.
0: What about Ron versus what? Bon- Ron versus Bon Jovi? I mean, Ron versus Sheamus. <laughs> <laughs> um, who'd win? Probably Ron. Ron, because okay, I we think... haven't seen enough of Sheamus. No, so I think I
4: think
1: Sheamus really holds his own in certain ways, like against
3: Harry and stuff. But I don't know. Sheamus lets his mom control yes. him a little bit more than Ron would.
1: Was Sheamus even in the DA for any length of time? I forget. Because at least Ron's been in the DA he and actually learned was stuff? Yeah, to he
4: was. He was reluctant to join. He came to, join, to like right? one, I think. I think he came to yeah. one. But he hasn't rotted in any. well,
1: anybody in the DA versus anybody not in the DA is going to get is going to win. It's not like they've learned anything of value from any of their DA DA teachers.
3: That's true. True dat. True dat. Though I guess we now have to call you Umbridge. Ladies, hey, hey. Is this Andrew, is this Andrew, thing usually black. this
1: boring, this segment? Mm. I was all excited. It's called Deviling. It was Andrew, Club. like, no. exciting,
3: you know, that was another exciting episode of. <laughs>
6: <No>. <laughs> it was like. Well, last week was good.
0: Last week's was good. Last week's, Andrew, was, good. Andrew, Andrew. Last week's was good. I something to tell you. What? What? It's my and life, never. and it's now or never. <laughs> live I ain't gonna live
3: for
6: one.
5: Live
3: Andrew, while I'm no, no, alive. it's time for Ben. It's time
5: have for. It a nice day. Hold on. it's time what? for. Uh, I, oh. oh, we're spying Sparts. We're sickest spying yeah. Sparts. You know yeah. you, you know. Okay, let me let me answer this the right way. Um, often Pottercasts always have these celebrities on their show. They like to call them, you know, like stars of Harry That's Potter what rated. But screw Harry Potter. Ooh, what about rock stars? This is what Mugglecast is about. You hear our opening and closing music. Okay. So this is why we are we are very proud and excited to bring to you Spy on the Bon hippest, Jovi, the hippest rock Mike star Tan, of yes. our day. Take it away.
1: It was just on TRL I saw him yesterday.
5: Mikey Tan, set us up and take um, it away.
2: Bon Jovi is, <laughs> this is no, so good. bad.
1: <laughs> What's he wearing? No, Michael? it's not. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> no. Why don't you I'll, set, I'll it set it up?
5: <laughs> so, so Micah Tan is very high up in the uh, football world. He works at the AFL. He's in a multi-billion-dollar contract. This guy's rich. Okay, I'm like to call Micah a money bag. It's just outrageous.
3: We to, um, money, <laughs> money bags. bomb <tenenball.
5: laughs> So, so Micah. So today, Micah was Bon Jovi's personal. Well, what was it? Water what were we doing for? Me?
2: Escorting him around. I mean, you were his
5: escort. Is... Escorting him around <laughs> New York City. He was John. He, he was my escort. Told me he had the shades on. <laughs> that <laughs> is hot, Micah. <laughs> so you asked him um, about I Harry did. Potter he and, actually, uh, and all that. He and heard about
2: that? John Noe's incident last week. No kidding. He asked me. Yeah, he asked me how you were doing. He wanted to make sure that you were all right. Um, you know, and if anything that he could do for you to give him a, a call, John.
1: Very considerate man that guy. It's assuming John can oh. get his number. <laughs> yeah, that is nice. I oh you could mean I got everybody. So nice. Michael
0: was his escort. Michael Micah oh, a number. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How did that turn out? I yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if
3: you ever need anything? Hey here's my number.
0: <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding.
5: I'm just Micah, kidding. Micah did a transcribe well, uh, one the encounter? A lot of you had
0: had the spy on as It was way too long and it was ridiculous. So, I think spy on Bon Jovi's over this week. Next week we'll spy on your favorite song. Oh, it may even be you. Actually, actually, rock I think we're doing Bon next week. Kieran lives down the road from him. We're doing Bon <laughs> yeah,
5: like, this is this is outrageous. We have all these connections. Yeah, really. We Are have we
0: connection.
5: <laughs> What's this, yeah. Emerson? We got a Rockstar. We got a yeah. rock star. <laughs> <laughs> who's getting called? We got the right source.
1: Oh, <laughs> who are we spying on? <laughs> who's calling you? <laughs> no. Hello? You're, hey, who's this? Emerson. <laughs> Emerson, <laughs> where, what are you doing right now? Uh, actually, in the middle of a power hour. You're doing what? A power hour. Oh, what's that mean for our G-rated audience?
2: <laughs> uh, It's where we drink a lot of, like, water
0: and stay healthy, and, oh. um, you know, we watch movies and stuff, and, you know, it's just, we're just chilling,
1: basically. Now tell me, is, are you with your new girlfriend right now?
0: I am not.
1: Are you with the girl who's <laughs> almost your girlfriend right now? I am not. <laughs> oh, nuts. And why is that? Because she's
0: actually been
1: asleep for about the past five hours. <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, we just wanted <laughs> to tell see what you been were kicked up to. to to the
2: curb for Bon Jovi.
5: On, uh, uh, <laughs> We're not use <laughs> yeah, but yeah. uh you won't you, you
1: you won't you won't say anything inappropriate. Oh, that's weird. Well I w I don't <laughs> yeah. want to interrupt your power hour or else you're gonna have to add more minutes on. <laughs> oh, yep. We took up
4: a
5: whole song, "Mr. shadow of water.
1: And and we know <laughs> how poorly you handle your water. Right.
5: That water just
1: goes <laughs> up so fast. Emerson yes. takes
3: his water very
1: seriously. All right, dude. We'll, we'll uh, see so you later. We, should, <laughs> we, we no. Uh, uh, he, he,
5: he
0: and that was Spy on Sparks a la see. podcast. Hey Andrew, tell me.
5: Is is the listener challenge back this week? Oh my yeah. god, it is back Woo, in with a vengeance. So we've been off. And it, I don't. It, this just came to me. I was. I was like, Jesus this is are. the mother. I, I the Andrew mother of all Jesus. Jesus he was like, Jesus. so. Let's just jump into it. This is, a, this is a listener challenge and a contest. It is the Design a MuggleCast segment contest where you will be able to make your very own MuggleCast segment that will be aired on <laughs> MuggleCast. <laughs> so, basic details. You create your own MuggleCast segment to be ran on our show. You plan your segment. You gather your content. You assign your hosts. You gather your hosts. You get your friends together, all that. And then you record the show. And then you edit it all together. You do everything. And then you send it to us. The judging will be based on creativity of the topic, the presentation, and the personalities of the hosts. And the winner will have your on, segment hold on, hold on. aired. On. What? So what? What?
0: what about what? the host personalities? So, in other words, you don't want people like Andrew
5: on there. Just, you can't be boring. That's oh. what I'm saying. <laughs> Just go through iTunes and look at random podcasts, and you'll see what I mean. You have to have a good personality. So you don't listen to Lester, killer, like us. Uh, Yeah, don't listen to Oh uh, so snap!
1: In <laughs> here, that I was example. just ready to work uh, on my submission.
5: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so winners, winners will have their segment aired on MuggleCast, and all the participating hosts will win an up-and-coming MoguCast product that we will probably be, be <laughs> debuting. That we will probably be announcing. Ooh, uh, yeah,
1: that too. Uh, next week. What do you got? Coasters, bottle coolers. Yeah, we, got,
5: we got coasters, napkins, toilet paper. Toilet paper
1: with, with <laughs> <toilet> Andrew's <laughs> face on every sheet. It's Bema's toilet. It's Bema's <laughs> no, toilet paper. Let,
5: Let's get through this. Uh, the rules: Your segment must be no longer than seven Magic minutes. Magic number in light. seven. The topic must relate. Yeah, that I didn't even think of that. Uh, the topic must relate to the Harry Potter books, movies, fan culture, or anything else related to Harry Potter. So it can't be on like, you know, quadratic formulas or whatever. That'd be Kevin's awesome. Dad, like, Kevin's already me. He's already working on. It. He's like, <laughs> he's like, here's um, how you solve yeah, the differential. John What he, he's, he's he, <laughs> yeah.
0: the opposite of b plus or minus the square root of b squared <laughs> minus four a c all over two a. Okay, let's
5: get through this. Sorry. phrase, people are. Um, now here's the kicker. John, listen up. You cannot use someone to host who is in association with a Harry Potter podcast website. And I say this because I don't want... We don't want
1: some Harry I Potter website to do this
5: just to get... No, I'll, I iMuggle's a good podcast. Or the Harmony podcast. I
1: love the Harmony podcast.
5: iMuggle's good. I'm going to call John out on iMuggle in a few minutes. Um, I, and the deadline. Your segment must be turned in no later than February 18th at 11:59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, now, for more information on sending uh, the file to us, because some of them will be pretty big, and you might not be able to do it on email. Please, Please compress check it. out
0: MP3. Please compress it MP3. Uh, yeah, you. It, it has to
5: be an MP3, right? But we're gonna have all the the entire list of rules will be up on Um And then, additionally, the winners will be announced, and their segment will be aired. On the weekend of February twenty sixth. What's one quick question?
6: Um <laughs> what's the
3: difference between I noticed yes. I mean there's basically if you look at our fans, there's like about I think it's like ten, fifteen different fan casts out there right now. Um so what yeah, yeah. So, so when you say yeah, that all uh, besides what, that, when you point? say that they can't be anybody in in associated with like a Harry Potter podcaster or website I uh, you know where's the differentiation between our fans and because I think every like a lot of our fans on the fan listing and things like that have all done or been a part of a podcast so like, can they send this stuff in a lot of them a, a big majority really. have done this really. like the Mogocast, Fancast fan cast chat and a bunch of other stuff uh, yeah, so can, uh, okay
1: here comes okay, here comes Andrew's blanket insult it's, on all well, Harry Potter fan <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> No, 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 no. Do you no. want another no. eye shovel?
5: Anyone, this is open to anyone, but you, but this isn't to have <laughs> your show promoted it. or anything. That's what I'm saying, okay?
1: Um, so,
2: MuggleNet, Greg, you're
5: now, you can I
1: can't wait till the winning submission yeah. is this mystery voice that you <laughs> later find out was me all along. <laughs> 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 uh, we're going we're, we're to run
5: some checks on all yeah. the files to make sure. Uh, now, segments from Runners Up will be considered for airing in future episodes because people are going to put a lot of time into yeah. this. So you should should be recognized unless... Here's the
1: translation of the Listener Challenge. Um, (laughs) Mogulcast is having a hard time (laughs) filling up the show with interesting content, and because they have no imaginations to think of a new segment, this is where you all come in.
6: Exactly.
5: Um, (laughs) Now, hold on a second, John. I beg to differ. Spy on Bon Jovi, Andrew's Listener Challenge, uh, Ben's advice for (laughs) (laughs) this is all original quality content. (laughs) I forgot about that one. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> I'm going to write down, <laughs> That is not a riff-off of your live yeah. calling show. I didn't even bring it up, but
1: it's funny how soon that entered your mind. Yeah, but you and Melissa.
5: Because <laughs> Melissa is, has gotten off my butt about that, and you brought uh, it up too.
1: I heard, I heard next week, next week's challenge is Micah's idea. Micah says, hey, for this fan challenge... Let's see how you would transcribe. A <laughs> <cast>. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all come piling in, and Micah kicks his feet up on the desk and drinks the oh lemonade. A, a no, no, no,
5: no, this is going to be a one-time <laughs> yeah, then, thing. We're not like the same thing. And then, 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 then Micah's next challenge will be. Oh, oh we'll hey, you, do this you every would week do you for even. us? <laughs> huh? yeah, thanks. Now thanks. we got the show
0: that we got right now is kicking. <laughs> what? Pretty soon. Well, actually, no, no, no. We don't need our no, we're, we're going to progress, and eventually we're going to have a, we're going to have a one, like, episode 30, is going to be 30 seconds long, like, a two minutes long, it's going to be Andrew's Listener Challenge, and the new challenge is to create an episode <laughs> of MuggleCast, and cool. we'll just air those from here on uh, out. Way to sound
5: like you're lazy. Anyway. But anyway, I f- I so I good am luck, am. We thi- I think everyone on join this. this is, this is another quality contest brought to you by MuggleCast.com, oh my. your Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> Oh, I'm funny! <laughs> to the good <game> muggle. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna
1: throw it's up. It's
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm peaking on my being recording
1: because of you. Oh, yeah, no. All your mugglecast listeners are just itching to start on by domain names. No, I know. Is, uh, a, no. It uh, you'd be surprised.
5: You'd be surprised. We've made a lot of. Uh, we've had a lot of customers. Oh, ten. No, we, we've made a lot ten of. Ten out of sixty
1: thousand is like. Ridiculous I haven't Shut gotten any them. cookies from you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. This show has turned into a joke. Everyone, everyone. I will say this is probably my favorite episode of Marvelcast. Mine, <laughs> mine, <laughs> mine too. we will yeah. see how it turns out. Thank you.
0: <laughs> it's the only one you know. <laughs> oh, no. Well, guys, look, guys and gals, that wraps up wow. episode 25. Yeah, 25.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that wraps up episode 25. No, it's 25. No, 25 oh, Be quite right
4: it's twenty-five.
0: Twenty-five episodes. We're halfway to fifty, guys. This is our silver. This is our
1: actually.
4: Silver I'm show. thinking we should
1: just
5: oh skip to hundred right from here.
1: No, because see, by the time you get to fifty, we'll be on fifty.
5: What? No, you, yeah, because you're trying. to... We're no. going to release up a bonus episode,
1: again, leak, so we the, can be 50 the, the leaky, the, the leaky policy of one. Yeah. No, <laughs> if we won the one up, you we would be at fifty-one <laughs> while you're <were> at fifty.
0: <laughs> 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 funny, funny, funny. Well, everyone. Muggle Greg. Thank you for joining us. We really enjoyed your company this week. Hopefully, you'll come back well, again. Well, you have to,
5: did you guys? You guys like to Greg? Greg? Back? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Hot Pants.
1: Uh, don't you call him okay. Hot for calling Hot, hot Pants? You hot have to give <laughs> me my fifteen seconds. Oh,
5: oh. John, he's can I a you real quick? We're gonna cut a lot of this out anyway. Well, except for what? this part. What is? I was listening to the podcast earlier today. What is? Yes. Why do you hate
1: iMuggle? What? What's your? What's the problem with that i don't, I've never even heard I've heard the show before, yeah, I've heard good things. I could only imagine that some uh portion of the MuggleCast fan chat is involved well, with the project I, don't know. I
5: just feel like
1: you you're making fun of it i i no well here's here's the story say... about i what? here's my thing about iMuggle okay. okay okay the thing about iMuggle is this, in about three or four days, Leaky is going to revamp the entire website, and then iMuggle emailed me. This thing about their show, and they said that they heard that Leaky was going to be um, introducing a bunch, a bunch of new features and a mm-hmm. whole new lots of things. And then I'muggle said that they want me to listen to their episode. So then I said, "That's fine. I heard you're a great show, and mm-hmm. um, and just for being on, just just for being listening to your show." Um, I'll let you know to uh, visit Leaky at com instead of the old stupid web mm-hmm. address. And then they gave me a high five and said that MuggleCast was cool for letting me just say that. I don't care. What's your point? My point is just I love... He used us for a shameless I love plug my Muggles, is what I are you saying?
5: Uh, I think you're just <laughs> jealous that your podcast doesn't have its own fan podcast. <laughs> is that yeah, what that like is? You have
3: like 15 of, them. Yeah, we we 15 of to our own it.
6: fan
5: podcasts. They, they, no, that's not true, Eric. They they sit there and they discuss. Mugglecast, uh, it's awesome. I'll be
1: gosh darned. You yeah. know, I, weird. I, if if anything, I I regret that our audience is comprised of people who, either work or they've like you know they've like f- do things with themselves. Other than yeah. Okay. You say that with their hands in their pants. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. podcasts And then we listen to the podcasts okay, okay, and hear the- these <laughs>
5: pro-
1: professionally produced <laughs> songs. Fifty on the year old. I old cast. Know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's these 50 year olds. <laughs> yeah, John, like John, Melissa, you your adult <laughs> listeners. Your
3: adult listeners work, and when they get back from work, they go into the MuggleCast fan chat, and they hang out with King Blair.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, that, that's funny. what happens. You would you would oh, listen both in there a lot. I've
0: seen him in there, dude. Yeah.
1: Derek. The Leaky Lounge is the most intelligent of all lounges online, I believe.
0: Yeah. Can we end this show? Well, guys, 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 guys. This has been a wonderful show. I have enjoyed it immensely. Ladies and gentlemen, before before we go, I must say, Yellow Card, like this, i <laughs> out this week. Go go, go purchase uh, it. And no. visit visit benchain.com no. and emmawatson.us and mowatson.us. Since when do you have Moc- a uh, Emma Watson for website? For much fun. Okay, okay. Since forever, man. So that I mean, night
1: uh, Who's better than that. Hey John. Hey John, who's better than me? No one's better so than me. So that night when you wanted me to make I... an Emma Watson layout just for fun. You were going to use that for your own website and not tell me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you little jerk. That's serious. <laughs> okay, guys. Guys. <laughs> I am Ben Shane.
3: I am a stone, but if I were a Mugglecast mix, I'd be at mugglecast.com.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Laura Thompson. <laughs> I, it, I'd Mike be Ketano. too cool for
1: iTunes. I, I'm MuggleNet. I'm Muggle Net Greg. MuggleNet Greg, also known as Thank John Podcast. Well, guys, stay
0: around. Stay, stay around after Greg. this recording for a little bit of the post show. You got the pre-show earlier. We didn't release the other. post-show. Is this like Oprah? I don't, I don't know.
1: Is this going to be on Oxygen?
0: I, I I don't know. I don't know if we ever actually released uh, the <laughs> footage <laughs> or the pre-show, <laughs> but we'll see. Oh, I have okay. the that. The post show was Ben with his shirt off,
5: running around <laughs> okay. the hotel room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Special video podcast. Yes, that yeah, would be your screen yeah. saver. That's, that's actually my screen saver right now. I have a right copy now. of that too. Is that a camera? That's my screen saver. <laughs>
0: Have a yeah. nice day. Yeah. All right, hear
1: the music. Okay. Hello and welcome to
3: Mugglecast. This is our weekly Harry Potter discussion show where we read the latest. No, Potter seriously, it works in music.
1: You've you got some good music. Exactly no, shut up, you go. No. Yeah, we do. You do? Really? We have it all yeah. here. Welcome. No way. This is episode yeah. five. Yeah. yeah. All right.
5: I always thought of doing that, but then I was like, what's the point? No, we do it raw. This is raw this audio.
3: Alright, I'm Eric Skull. <laughs> Shut, uh, up, Eric. <laughs> Shut up, Eric. <laughs> Eric Skull.
1: <laughs> Eric Skull Island.
3: I'm Liz and I'm from Luther, Mound. I was funny, if I call you
4: guys enough times, will you ever call me back? This is Cleo and I'm back from Oregon. We love your show. Yeah, Andrew your Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye. Hi, this is Elizabeth from Texas. I just wanted to tell you guys that I love this show. It saves from my school life and from Ron Carter. So, big, you Keep up the good I'm Uncle Cass. This is Lily from Massachusetts. I screamed when I heard my voice playing. I am proud to say I'm on the radio now. I feel so special. And, um, follow up on your question, my sister is 11, and she's not really in sync with the potter world and everything. But it's really funny because, um, I, I let her listen to the Mother Cass episode, and so now she's always like, oh my god, let's go listen to Mother Cass, so you totally got her into that, and now she thinks you guys are, like, the greatest thing, she, and she thinks that all of you are really funny, and that you're the greatest, um, so thank you so, so, so much, Hugs for all of you, and yeah, have a happy day, <laughs> love, family, heart, love you, bye. Hey, this is Taylor Newman from 896 Michigan. I'm sorry, Andrew, but Dumbledore is dead. I have to agree with the others. And he will talk to Harry
3: again, but I'm sorry. He's dead. There's no way going back. Great
6: job, Olivia. Bye.